Hi guys, it's Corey, and on behalf of Baltimore County Forever Podcast, I want to wish you guys a happy holidays. Season 2. And welcome back to another installment of Baltimore County Forever Podcast, Season 2, Five Burrows. We are on our fourth borough. And our fourth borough is Harlem. Harlem World. Um, before we get into the actual episode with my special guest, Gels, Jelly Gels, Jelly Gels. Yeah, but okay. But um, I want to thank my sisters for doing the Queens in parentheses for Rockaway Stories. We had a lot of fun. It was good to hear them talk about their childhood, how my parents was. Um, while they lived in New York, the stories about my grandmother, um, man, I really appreciate that episode. I'm in the midst of really trying to get an episode done with my aunt, my great aunt, actually, um, one of my grandmother's sisters, because I really want to get the perspective of how my family got from, I'm sorry, came from Virginia to New York and how we pretty much spread out in the different boroughs. Um but yeah, thank you to my sisters, uh Yaya Trey and my dad for giving like a little intro of how of how him and my mom met. Um yeah man. I do want to do another Queens episode, more focused on hip hop. Um but it's kinda cool that I got a different perspective of uh, you know, just queens and just in general, you didn't get like the history part. It was just something a little bit more for me personally. Um, but yeah, so now we're just going to jump into the Harlem episode uh, with my special guest. Uh, you know, introduce yourself. What up, guys? It's Jelly Gels. You guys can follow me on IG, Instagram, and Twitter. You got Twitter? I got a Twitter. You did? <laughs> I'm like, bro, I don't remember you got Twitter, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> Snapchat. Niggas got, niggas got all of them. Niggas got everything covered. But, all right, Joseph. What's that other shit, though? Hmm? What is it called? That? Um, Trump, Trump. What is it called? Tumblr? Tumblr, yeah. Oh, this nigga's dumb. This nigga's dumb. <laughs> That's how long ago I made that account and left that bitch. I didn't understand it. <laughs> hey yo, I think it's just straight pictures on that though. Like, uh, sure I don't like know. I, maybe I got to the hitting part, which was like all the nasty stuff. But we're not getting into that. But um, so like, <laughs> where you from? I'm from Harlem, New York. Harlem, USA. Like, so what's your um? Like where you grew up, like your block and stuff like that. Um, I lived on one twelve in Saint Nick, hmm. so it's right. Like it's really, it's crazy because it's like I'm right on like the cusp of Lennox Avenue, like right directly across the street. As soon okay. as you hit like a block up, you on Lennox. Oh, okay. Like between. 
So like what um why why is like is that like one of the main streets or something like that? Cause like you know in rap all you hear is like Leonard Sav, this and the third and like I got a couple of homegirls. I think they from you know what, I'm not gonna misquote where they're from, but what whoever uh I'm assuming I think it's Dame Dash block or what whatever block Dave East is from. Mm-hmm. They're from there, so but why is it why is it like okay, like you know, like in rap songs for Brooklyn, you hear Nordstrom Ave and stuff like that. Is that like the equivalent, like of being like a popular street in Harlem? Yeah, Lennox is a bit. It's Lennox is, it's the whole strip, like from one tenth all the way up to like one fifty eighth. So, God damn. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's big. And y'all ain't got no little blocks up there. I know in Baltimore, like, a block is like half of y'all block. Nah, like, in Harlem, their blocks are short. For They're real? real short. That's what I was saying, like, 112, if I just go, if I go from, like, 111th and to 112, I'm, it's just, like, literally, it's only, like, a few steps away. It's so crazy how small, like, Harlem is really not that big. It really isn't. It's really small. Bro, I always thought Harlem was big. Up until um, going back and forth to Brooklyn, I really didn't know how big Brooklyn was. But in, like, I think when we went to, like, Kristen Pop's spot, I think that was, like, my first real-time being in Harlem, like, that I can remember. Because, I mean, we didn't have no real family up there. I know my cousin DJ, he live up there now, but... We didn't have any real family in Harlem that I knew of. So it was kind of like, I was just looking around like, damn, this is, this shit really look like the shit they haven't paid in full. Like, Jesus Christ. You got, it really is like that. You have Spanish Harlem and then you just got Harlem. And it's just mainly just a lot of African-Americans who live out there or just Jamaicans or, I know when I was growing up, it was a lot of Jamaicans and a lot of, um, Honduras people that lived in my building. Really? Yeah. It's crazy. Like, you wouldn't think that, but yep. Hmm. And the further you go up, then you have a lot of African Americans who live up top. I think you're saying African Americans. I mean, politically I'm saying, correct. I don't know why you're going to know. I don't know. <laughs> what is she? Because she keeps on saying African Americans. Americans, y'all know, you know what I'm saying. Hey yo, so what's it like growing up in Harlem? Man, everything was about fashion, man. It's nothing but fat. Like I felt like you had to have the latest shit, like the latest footwear. The like, everything was like brand new. You had the tags popping off. That was like a big deal. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. if you ain't have that, nah, man, you was not accepted. That's how I looked at it. Damn. That's exactly how I looked at it. Mm. So, um, what about schooling? Like, so, like, what schools did you go to? Um, stuff like that. I went to school and, um, I went to PS 185 and PS 208, which was, it's two different schools, but they merged together. Um, one was on one side of the road, one was on one side of the street um but they it was it's just weird like how they combined it together um so i pretty much was in the same building but just it would just split in half with um i guess the grades 
So, like, combined, like, middle school and high school together? Oh, it was kindergarten to middle school, and then, no, kindergarten to, I think, fifth grade, and then I went to Booker T. Washington. I can't even remember which street that's on. It's not in Harlem. It's, like, Spanish Harlem somewhere, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. I can't even remember where that school is at. That's how long it's been. Mm-hmm. Um, That was middle school, but then I ended up leaving to go to Yonkers. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was weird the way that shit was set up. Now that I think about it, it's like, why did I go to two different schools? <laughs> but they were the same building, like, but just two different, like, names. God it's the weirdest shit ever. God niggas thinking about the mysteries in their life and shit. <laughs> uh, favorite clothing line growing up? Man, favorite clothing line. <laughs> oh my God. I would have to go with. Pepe. Like, Whoa. <laughs> Pepe was it? Pepe, baby fat, like, man, that shit not, yo, that shit was crazy back then. So did you, like, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean cut you off, go ahead. Uh, um, I'm just thinking, like, we used to head up, like, all my friends, we go to, like, 125th, go shopping up there. If we didn't go, if we didn't go there, we straight catch the three or the four train, um, and go straight up to Fordham mm. and just go right to London Boy, go to Third Avenue, go right up there to um to go shopping and yo, that shit was crazy back then. Um. Literally, I don't even know how we was able to do that shit. We just traveling around. You only like ten years old. <laughs> what the fuck? Hey yo. <laughs> at ten, man, I boy, I, I still had to go in the house at seven. Like the fuck? Your mom's at ten. At 10, my mom's was, like, lit. She was out with my neighbors. Everybody was outside, music playing, like, playing cards outside, drinking, 40s. Like, that shit was crazy. Like, your neighbors knew who you were. You know what I'm saying? If you mm-hmm. was in any trouble, they was going to beat your ass for your mom. <laughs> like, that's how deep it was. It was nothing but family out there. Damn, man. Yeah. Mm. That's just exactly how it was. What's your, uh... Favorite spot to eat at in Harlem? My favorite spot? Hmm. Um, I know this is going to sound like kind of cliche, but I would say um Sylvia's. Mm. I say Sylvia's, you know, like it's just, it's just more like home cooked meal. Like it's just, that's, that's what it's always been. You know, it's been like that for years, you know? Mm-hmm. They got a lot of new spots though out in Harlem. That is crazy. Like you would never even know. Like, like damn, when did they build this shit? This but is, um, um, growing up, like it was nothing but bodegas. Like on every corner, on every corner, it was bodegas. Like yo, it's crazy. Niggas was getting store credit. You ever heard of store credit before? Yeah. <laughs> Niggas, <laughs> nigga, yo, you got <laughs> you heard of store credit? Yeah. The fuck? Put my name. Now I'm not saying your regular store credit. Oh. I'm talking about like your neighbor, your, your the owner who owns the bodega mm-hmm. knows your moms, and if your mom ain't got that money oh, no, right we now, ain't that like, nigga, I grew up in a county. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up in a county, nigga. My my uh bodega was Subway in Greek Village. Shout out to the Greek. And I'm talking about that 2090s MVGV niggas, niggas behind Greek Village. But uh, anyway, I digress. Um, 
Yeah, we didn't have like stuff like that really down here. Like the closest thing for me would have been, like I said, Greek Village and stuff like that. And you know, you walk in, everybody knew the white lady. Her name was, I, I, we always called her Mommy. Mama or something like that. Which is the same thing when we go to the, like the liquor store when we was younger and you used to the cop. But anyway, I digress. Um, so like, yo, Kristen always talk about what is it? A chop, chop cheese. Chop cheese, yeah. Chop cheese is man. That shit, mad good. It's just <laughs> basically like cheese chopped up with like. I want to say it's like. Uh, it's like steak, I think, in it, if I'm not mistaken. Hmm. Yeah, I think it is, because she always talking about, like, steak and cheese and shit like that. And I just be looking like, oh, oh okay. Like, <laughs> it's not the same anymore, like, back then. Like, a sandwich right now costs about, like, $5. Mm-hmm. Back then, yo, if there was a field trip, son, if there was a field trip, you know those big hero sandwiches? Yeah. That was two fifty for you. $2.50 and you was good for the whole field trip. That's wild. That's crazy. And it come with a drink. <laughs> for $2? For $2.50. Like, how? They was just giving away food. Mm. Like, yeah, take it. <laughs> it was good. Like, it was. It, you didn't have to worry about, like, oh, I need $20. Kids nowadays, they need $20 and shit for what? What you need $20 for? Right. Sandwich costs $10? Like, that shit is crazy. Uh, sandwich is $10. That ain't even with the drink, though. That's what's wild. Like, that's right. just, that comes with, like, the sandwich and maybe fries. Right. Walking around all parched and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. All right, so, uh, what's it like being a teenager in New York? Oh, man. Um, I feel like, you know, most people, most kids, like, being a teenager was like, I felt like you had to be forced to grow up faster. Mm-hmm. You know, um, at least that's how I took it. I, me being the oldest, I just felt like that's just how it was. After, like, I think when I was, like, maybe 16, I left. No, I, I was in Yonkers, and I used to travel from Yonkers to go to... I was in school in Yonkers, and I used to go from school in Yonkers and live in Harlem. Like, I would get up early and just catch that train and catch the bus. Like, it was crazy. I think just that was, like, the main thing. Like, just just growing up fast. Like, watching your surroundings and just, like, making decisions on your own. Watching your... Like, just... It was crazy back then. That is a lot, man. You sitting there, you living in one borough and having to travel to... Another area, you getting up, getting yourself situated, getting on a tra- getting on a train to go to school, nigga. You sound like you in college, like, yeah. or going to work. Exactly how it was at sixteen. I used to go to school in um, Washington Irving. It's um, it's in Union Square. Mm-hmm. Take the train, go down to the city. And that school was that school was bad as hell, man. I mean, to the point they had they had metal detectors. Oh, like, y'all was on some to... lean on me shit. Huh? <laughs> y'all was on yeah. some lean on me shit. Like, literally, you had to get wand up with them big-ass wands, make sure you ain't got nothing, have you take off your book bag, put that shit through the metal detector. Like, that shit was a process. Like, the like every day everybody was late for class just because they was it was so time-consuming trying to get into the metal detector. Like, it was just, like, it was crazy. Hmm. And um, I I apologize to my listeners. Um, I know Joe's 
through K, which K appeared on the intro to the Bronx episode. Um, uh, yeah, that's pretty much how I know Joe's, and you know, so uh, every huh. I said, shout out to my bestie. Yeah, she my bestie. Yo, fuck out of here. Anyway, but, but yeah, shout out to Kat. Uh, shout out to Kristen. Um, what up, Chris? So, you know, um, yeah, so, I mean, where we at? Where we at with it now? So, uh, please, man, so let's get into why we here, man. Hip hop. Mm-hmm. Hip hop. Whoa, 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 whoa. Before we get into hip hop. You said fashion earlier, so shoes, man. Let's. I'm gonna give you things: shoes, sneakers, yeah. um, Timberlands, and what y'all call them. Let's start there. Sneakers. What's your favorite sneaker? My favorite sneaker. <laughs> um. Now or back then? Back then. Um. I, I mean, I you know everything's always retro, so it's kind of like you know. You tell me, you tell me what it's like in Harlem. The what is the shoe in Harlem? The shoes in Harlem, I would say a pair of Harlem's, a pair of ups. Uptowns is like the shit. You can't go around with any of them. Shits come out of any flavor. Somebody gonna want them. It never gets old. Air Force's people. <clears throat> yeah. 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 But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Julia and uh, Thames. I would say a pair of constructions is simple, and I say we say constructions because a lot of construction workers wear those oh, type of tents. I feel so like you're trying to shape me a little bit, but whatever. Um. Oh, you talk about what's the other name you named your joints? What you name them? We call them Tims. You call them Tims. Butters. Right? And types of Tims. We call them Butters. Yeah, nah. We call them constructions. <laughs> Real simple. Call them, call them butters. I tried that shit one time. Yeah, construction. I was like, no, nah, I ain't where I'm from. Let me relax. <laughs> yeah. I tried it when I was younger. I'm like, fuck that. It's butters. You feel me? And then they got them phony ass uh, high field boots that y'all niggas like. But whatever. The beef angel? Oh, no. The new joints you talking about. Yeah, they phony. Them shits is official tissue. What are you talking about? Them shits is official. Like you gotta know. I guess like it's like you gotta just know how to rock them shits. Like you know what I'm saying. You really gotta know how to. I'm not saying you don't know how to dress because obviously you do. But it's like thank you. Like it's a big deal in Harlem. Like anything it could be a fucking like a a furry ass hat. We gonna we gonna rock that shit the yeah, right way. That, like, that is true. That is true. Y'all got the y'all out there with the leather with the chinchilla hoods, the chinchilla neck. You feel me? Seriously, no, no lie. Shout out to Pizza. Lisa Pizza, yo. She just got a pair of these furry ass boots. I seen. And she's she's killing it though. Like with the right. vest, right? Yes. That's she, my girl. She's she from Harlem. She just yo, it's 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 crazy. Her shit's just looking crazy. Like she got the furniture and she rocking the shit out of them. That's my like, girl. Like it's just man. something about her fashion. Like fashion out in Harlem is just crazy, man. It's just I see, man. But uh, let me hit him with a sidebar real quick. Shout out to Pizza. Because when we was in Miami, she was the first nigga to drink with niggas. I pulled up with the crown. I'm like, who trying to play half your age? Which is a game I came up with 
which is no matter what your age is, you take half your age and you do the shots. You have all day to complete these shots. So at this point, I'm 28. So half your age would be what? 14. So I had to take 14 shots during the course of the day. Lisa was right there with me. Like, bet, bet. Everybody talking. Hey, Corey, pull me up. You feel me? So shout out to her, man. We had an awesome time in Miami, man, with everybody that was down there. But, um, <laughs> huh? Half your age. I'm like, what? Half my age. I'm about to die. Yeah, that's the first thing you said, too. Like, I'm fitting to die. You ain't say fitting because you're not from the South. But anyway, but, <laughs> but, um, so sneakers, uh, construction. Did you ever have a Pelly Pel? Pelly Pele? Um, I didn't have a Pelly Pel. I had a, I had, um, Averett? It was a Sean John joint. Oh. <laughs> like, but it was like some like, you know, that shit was mad heavy. I, I paid $300 for that shit. I was like, damn, y'all, I'm in high school spending my last little bit of $300 I got. I don't even know how I got this $300, but I'm about to get this coat. Like, <laughs> But you was fly, though. <laughs> That's all you was thinking about. I'm you know, fucking just, them up. Literally, I just got rid of my coat last year. That's how long I held on to it. <laughs> Yo. First of all, that's wild long ago, man. Like, no disrespect. But, I mean, like... <laughs> Alright, so... Harlem rappers, man. Harlem rappers. Man. <laughs> you know what? Hmm? I know this is typical. But it's like... You only really got... You don't have but so many. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, we got Cam. Right yeah. now, it's Dave East who's really, like, on his shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I fuck with Dave East, though. I fuck with... Shout out to Dave East. He, he, uh, he hooped down here at Towson. Um, Towson University. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean... See, yo, that's the thing, yo. Like... He... <laughs> All right, so let's start. Let's start with this. The Cam... And Mace battle beef thing that happened. What's your take on it? Because you're actually from Harlem. So I'm pretty sure you came across these stories that they're speaking of to some degree. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I actually listened to the whole, like, battle um, battle rap that was going on. But I feel like um, Mace got that one. And I, I, I don't know. I just go with what makes sense. Cam, yo, like, don't get me wrong. I fucks with him. But, yo, Mace... Mace, his his punchlines is better than like than Cam. That's mm-hmm. just how I look at it. I don't care if Cam is telling the truth and Mace is lying. Like his punchlines came out better, and Cam is just like he's the same old ass nigga. Like I don't think ain't nothing changed on him. He's still the same. Uh. But, you sound quiet. I don't no, know. You sound like you, you disagree on No, no, no. I'm with you. I'm with you. Like, and you know, a lot of people, like with me personally, like I'm a huge Mace fan. When Mace, I'm, how can I put this? Like when Mace, you know, Mace had his records, you know, mm-hmm. then he did the welcome. He left. He did the welcome back. But when he did that G-Unit 10 Years of Hate, like, I love that mixtape. Like, genuinely love that mixtape. Because it was like. I get the whole thing of him being a pastor and, you know, denouncing hip-hop and shit like that. But it's like, you can say what you want. Hip-hop is still entertainment. You feel me? 
whether these people are telling lies or telling the truth, it's still entertainment to some degree. And certain artists I look at as entertainment. And you can't take nothing away from him still being able to rap. It's a lot of niggas that came out in that era that cannot keep up with the times to still rap with someone young or still have something that's worth listening to. It's hard. It's really rare. But from that era, the only people that can really rap and people are still interested in from that particular era would be the Lots and Cam and like Jay. Like So like that 90s feel like these people, and I mean, I'm pretty sure people are going to argue and name someone from the 90s, but at that level, the level that the level that these artists that I mentioned are still at outside of Mace, because Mace is, you know, Mace comes and goes. But it's a lot of people that people will throw in there like, oh, what about this? What about Talib? This, that, that. Like, it's cool. You can name as many people as you want. But to stay on that level, mate, uh, Jada has never left that level of someone being like, I don't want to hear a, a Jada Kiss record. I don't want to hear Lot's record. You feel me? Like, it's never been a case like that. So, like, I think a lot of people don't take into consideration. I don't care what this nigga's done. However, you have to take into consideration that yo can still rap. Like, and, like, when he put out the record, everybody like, damn, I'm surprised. I wasn't. The nigga been trying to get back to the, the Murder Mace image for, like, since, like, 2005. Like, mm-hmm. he just really wants to just let me rap. And I understood what he was saying with the Breakfast Club interview. It was like... I mean, not Breakfast Club, uh, the Angie Martinez. It's like, just let me rap. Like, I don't get a fair... Oh, what's that Ebro? I'm sorry. I I fucked up. That was the Ebro interview. He was talking about, you know, when I give you records, play them. And then Ebro hit him with the, well, you got to give me records. And it was kind of like a little back and forth thing. But he has a point that he doesn't get a fair shot because of all the stuff they have. It's like, people people pick and choose shit in hip-hop. Because they'll sit there and they'll say he don't get a fair shake. But then you got the same person like, well, we're going to support that six six nine kid from Brooklyn with rainbow hair. Or we're going to support Young Thug that talks about the wildest shit ever. You feel me? like, And even like people like that, I still look at it like entertainment. Young Thug can rap. And I say it damn near on every show. Like, the nigga can really rap. I know a lot of New York people don't really fuck with Southern artists. Like that, like, cause I, I, I'm pretty sure I put Kristen on the future. We have our conversation. You and I have our conversation about like the Migos and future. And you say you really can't understand them, which is a lot of New York people always say. Like, it's not clear to me. That's my thing. Like my thing, I feel like it's not too clear. It's more like you get thrown off with the auto tone thing or they not making a sentence that's complete. Like I just... <laughs> And I don't know, maybe maybe it's just me, but I'm old school. It's just like the same way with like R and B. You know, it's the same shit. Like you they don't make the same music that they make like back in the day. It's not the same. You know what I'm saying? And this is exactly why a lot of people download on music on Spotify or on Apple Music, like old school shit. Because it's not the same how it was back then. I mean, and I'm not saying it should be, but some things I can't, I can't get. 
I don't get it. I just, it's not, I'm like, what? What did he say? Now I got to sit back. I got to rewind this whole shit back because I got to <laughs> understand what you said. And I, I don't got time for that. I just want to hear it, understand it, and be like, oh, okay, that was good. Not ones that I had to be like, all right, what did May say? Hold mm. on, what? He said, what the cam? <laughs> nah, I understood that shit completely. I got it. Right. So I feel like there's a difference on that. All right, so what? Okay, uh, so you probably was like in middle school, high school. When, um, all right, so let's start from the beginning with the bad boy stuff. Mm-hmm. Bad boy in the 90s for you. 90s, late, early 90s, late 90s, just the 90s in general. What was that like hearing bad boy records on, let's say, Hot 97? Or just in being in Harlem in general, hearing a bad boy record, what was that like? Man, it was it was good like i mean it was it's it was more like a party theme good times it was more about dancing it, like that was like the big thing you know what i'm saying like bad boy made like did i want to say diddy made it made it okay for people to dance like he really did you know what i'm yep, saying like that 100% it, it was like a big deal like i ended up like being in this dancing program and shit because of it like it was it was a big deal like I have recitals every month just dancing no I used to go to school on 127th and um and 7th Avenue is right down the block from Lenox and um yeah we was doing we was doing recitals every every month and it was all it had to do with hip hop it had to do with bad boy it had to do with a lot of these Cats are not, they not, you know, it's just, I don't know, man. It was, that was the shit back then. How did, uh, let's, let's skip, well, since we're going to stay in the bad boy family, Black Rob, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. You know what, when, when that came out, um, I mean, I felt like that was the only thing I can think of was just that one song, like. But it was a big deal. It was like everybody could relate. I think it was so catchy that people would just relate to the whole situation. Like anything you said was whoa. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like <laughs> literally, he said that in this in a record. <laughs> it's true. Anything you said, whatever happened to him? Now that I think about it, what Yo, happened he, to him? Um, he was on a bad boy too. I think he had a stroke at some point. I know he wasn't doing well. I know when I came up there to see him at the bad boy show, they was kind of like. He was good. He looked better than he did when they were at uh they had did the uh summer jam or something like that. They had did a concert in New York and he looked bad, like horrible. Like but I think it was like it was like a medical issue and stuff like that. But for the bad boy thing, he was in good health and he performed well. Um Puff helped him helped him a little bit, but he looked alright. Um Special delivery. Gee, Depp. Man. Were you a Harlem Shaker? I, I was. You, like, I, I was. You look like a Harlem Shaker. My sister, my sister Mello was like, yo, the best Harlem Shaker. Like, I don't care what nobody say. She had the headband? Huh? She had the headband? Fine. She didn't have the headband, but she had the hoodie. Oh, I bet. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Once you throw the hoodie on, it was over. Like, she was, yo, man, I remember that shit. 
the Harlem Shake. Man, that shit was crazy back then. Mm, like, and, uh, then they bring like a little repeat. Then they do like some other, like a new version of Harlem Shake. Like, okay. The thing about the new Harlem Shake, it wasn't a Harlem Shake. It was, right. shout out to Just Blaze. Um, I want to think, I, I can't think of the guy's name. It's Burmer or Beamer, anyway. But um, it was like a flash mob kind of thing. So it really, it had nothing to do with the original Harlem shit. It was just a whole bunch of motherfuckers just being in one setting, going crazy and shit like that. And uh, right. matter of fact, they had Jay on the remix. I don't think he had a verse. I think he just was like talking on it or something like that. Yeah, but, I definitely um, gotta try to hear that shit again because... You remember the like remix? For... Hello? <laughs> yeah, what did you say? I said you remember the remix? The remix to the Harlem Shake? I'm sorry, no, it's a special delivery. Ah. Uh, Keith Murray. What's... Yeah, 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 I remember that. Oh, that was like one of my favorite nigga yeah. Ghostface in the in the joint. Matter of fact, that was a uh, Christian in the beginning of it. He was a little bit older, and uh, he had the bod. Oh no, that wasn't Christian. That was what's the it other was. son name? Uh, the only person I remember is him. I don't. I don't uh, remember that. the the other son. God damn it. Um, nah, I'm gonna get your name right, but he was in Flavor in Your Ear, and then they, um, when they did Special Delivery, because Special Delivery was kind of, like, in the same realm as Flavor in Your Ear remix for the video, so they had him come back and do the bottles. Justin, that was Justin. Okay. Yeah, so, they had Justin do it again, but he was a little bit older with the bottles and that, so... Um, the Ghostface in a video with the Gold Eagle. Jesus Christ, man! That eagle was a beast, man. Oh my god! Crazy. He like he had them big ass chunky chains, like <laughs> yo. Mm. Oh, he's just the, one of the illest, yo. Um, I didn't know Teddy Riley grew up in Harlem. Yeah. Saint Nick's project. Yeah. It's crazy, like, a lot of people that, you know, you can name a few artists and be like, dang, I didn't know that. I didn't know Q-Tip was born in Harlem. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Yeah, I just found that out. I hope that's true. I think it's true. It ain't me drunk fast. It said, it said he grew up in, he, blew, he was born in Harlem, but grew up in Queens. Just like I thought Teddy Riley was from Virginia. Mm-hmm. So, but, um, Tiana Taylor. Oh my gosh, yo. <laughs> yo. Yo, she's such a big deal now. I'm so happy. She came a long way. Yeah. Do you know this girl used to walk around? Yo, I kid you not. She used to walk around. I, I think, what was it, Sweet 16? Yeah. Number 16. Yo, after that, I think she just blew up, like, completely after that. Yeah, because you know she, she, she was... She used to sound. be walking around on Linux. She used to have, like, a little bike with her and shit, like... Like crazy, and then like all of a sudden she just blew up. Like she could sing her ass off. Bro, she 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 is the definition of Harlem. Just like okay. that 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 swag, that attitude. Like because the Sweet Sixteen, it was just like no one knew who the fuck she was. Everybody everybody just knew that she signed to Pharrell. Yeah. That was it. And she was big on sneakers. 
Yeah, that was her. She was, man, she could sing. She could dance her ass off. Like, now she's a whole woman. Like, a whole woman. (laughs) Whole woman. Like, it's crazy. Somebody's wife, somebody's mother. Like, like, yeah, that is crazy, bro. And the fact she, she had Pharrell and Kanye in her, in her career. Like, that's really rare. That's really rare. The only people that can, I mean, Pusha. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's only a few artists that can say they were signed to both guys, you know. But I really love her music. Her album was good. That that '90s mixtape was really, really good. Um, what she, was that album that she had? I was just listening seven. to her. What was it? Seven. It was V one one. I just downloaded. I I had it a while ago, but I just put it on my Apple Music. Like, yo, this is something I want to listen to. Yeah, I, that '90s mixtape she had. She has the song on um the Good Music compilation, uh, "Cruel Summer." It's her and John Legend. It's called "Bliss." It is probably one of the most beautiful songs I've ever heard in my life. Like, hmm. it's just, and it's like it was cool because you don't think someone of her caliber and John Legend caliber would connect so well on a record, but they did an awesome job. It was it was amazing. So, opposite of tracks, man. Yeah, man. She got a she got a hell of a voice. You know uh, what I was thinking about? And I thought and I thought, um, what's his what's that girl's name? Young B? Uh-huh. I really thought that she was gonna be like on the same level as Tiana Taylor. Almost. We all did. Lord knows. We all did. But that that little bit of time, you know, once you do a record and you get a hit, your career starts. Right. And that's when the time start going down. Your 15 minutes of fame is starting to dwindle. Right. Oh, how long was she out after that? Like, cause I can't even oh, remember like anything else after that chicken noodle soup joint. It was one more record, but the record wasn't hers. It was, uh, Webstar. Right. Right. I don't remember that record, but it, it was like a little bit after Pop Champagne. He's from Harlem, though, right? Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. So, Ron Browse. Wait, um, wait, what? Um, what did I call wait. him before? No, yeah, no. Pop Champagne. Pop Ron Champagne. Browse was on one of those songs too, though. Yeah. Pop Champagne. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Bet. 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 But she, yeah. I want to say she did a song with Ron Browse, and then Webstar did the Chicken Noodle Soup song. I just don't remember what? that second song though. I'm trying to think, but let me think. Uh, but um, man, what's where we at? Where we at now? Dame Dash, my guy. <laughs> Dame is an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, just go right into it, huh? Let's go. Dame is an asshole. <laughs> He's smart, but he asshole. Real smart, real smart. Bruh, I I took a lot from him, and that's the reason why I I have the mentality of I don't want help. One, I could do it on my own. Two, I don't need no host. I don't need no co-host. But I I mean I just rather have my guests and me talk to my guests versus me trying to split the work up. Like 
You know, that's just one of my pet peeves, you feel me? I feel like everything can be done as long as you don't be lazy about it and do your research. Right. You know, so. Um, right. But I, I think he got his son, too. To, I don't know if you know. Um, what's his son's name? Um, Boogie? The guy that's on um, growing up in hip-hop. Just going to book. Yeah. He, you know, he got his own, like, cookie. Yeah, um, they sell it out here. Or they used to at Shoppers. Yeah. Like, I mean, I feel like, you know, he started off his business by pushing him, like, even further and doing some shit like that. Uh-huh. He's, a, he's a really smart man. He's just, he comes off, like, uh, he just comes off angry. It's mm-hmm. like, damn, bro. It, it's like one of them, th- he, <laughs> it's like one of, like, I'm going, I'm coming for everything that they say I couldn't have. And that's his attitude. Like, you say I can't do it, bet I just, I'll do it anyway. Um, damn. So, like, what, like, growing up, or just, like, you know, just being back and forth, growing up in Harlem, stuff like that, what artists have you came in contact with? Um, um, let me see. I, I interviewed Joel's before. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I mean, I feel like between Cam, Jim Jones, and Joel's, it was like, no, it's not a big deal. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? To this day, they walk around. No matter how much money these niggas got, they walk around and they just, what up? Like, they chill on the block. It's nothing to them. Like, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, who else? It's, I don't know. I don't know. There's a few people, but I can't think straight off back right now. But mm-hmm. those were, like, the main three people, like, you could see all the time. So what's the Dipset era like for y'all? Because I know for us, like, well, I can only speak from Baltimore. Like, the whole Dipset era really was just like, that shit was fun. These niggas is new. They don't care. They they got the right clothes on. They pumping out mixtapes like every other week like they no limit. You know, uh-huh. we was it's copying their style. Mm-hmm. I think it was, uh, it's more respect and... In, in Harlem, like, it's a it's a lot of respect they have, like, we got for them, you know what I'm saying, because they came a long way, and, um, but it's like, I don't know, I just feel like it's not a big deal to us on that level, you know what I'm saying, it's mm-hmm. almost like The Wire, everybody mm-hmm. come, oh, you know what about The Wire, just because you're from Baltimore, but it's like, I know to you, it's like, bro, it's like nothing. And that's how it is with us. It's like, Dipset is like, it's not a big deal. It's like family. You just walk by them like, hey, what's up, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's exactly how it is. But it's respect, you know what I'm saying? Because it's a big deal to our city. It's a big deal to our, like, culture. So, you know, it's much respect on it. What's the main difference between Harlem and other boroughs? Um... I want to, I honestly have to go back to fashion. Like, I really have to go back to fashion. And it's only because it really is like that. It's, I don't know. It's just more like, we like to look good. We look good. We feel good. We feel good. We look good. And I think that's one of the big things that we have. That is our, like, culture. That is our hip-hop culture that we hold on to. Um, And maybe a dance or two. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we had... I want to say... I don't want to claim it, because I don't know. But remember the hill toe? Yeah. I want to... I don't know where that came from, but I, I just remember, like, us being a big part of that, too. 
I I thought I honestly I thought the Hilltop came from like like reggae. Like just right. like in general, but I and that's another thing I noticed like y'all niggas love some motherfucking reggae. There's a lot of Jamaicans around. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It ain't You'd be surprised. If it's not Jamaicans, it was Spanish people. If it wasn't, and I'm saying like Puerto Ricans, it wasn't a really lot of Dominicans unless you went to like the Heights or some shit. Um, and you got the black people. Like, it was just, we all was one family. Like, it's crazy. Um, it was a big deal, man. Alright, so like, I mean, all right, so we, we're just going to finish up with the whole Dipset thing. When Jim Jones came with balling, was it surprising to everyone when he yeah, started picking up hit. steam? Like, whoa, like, this would never be forgotten. This this is a forever hit. Like, like it was one of them things that was like, damn, yo, you could use this on anything. Mm-hmm. You had the New York Giants remix. He had Hope going at him on a remix. Then he came back. Used it for promote, which is one of the smartest things I've ever seen in hip hop. He was yes. like, "Bet, all right, well, I'm gonna dish you on the record too, and we gonna put this, send this to the radio, give Jewels his his own beat, and he gonna flip it, and we gonna have a video. Like, oh, this nigga's smart. So like, yeah. even even before the whole balling, um, like you know, take him to church and uh, certified gangster stuff like that, just." Jim Jones progressing from being a hype man to being center stage. Like, was that something that y'all in Harlem seen, like, coming or what? Honestly, um, no, I don't think anybody's seen it coming. Not even, I don't even think, I think that's probably why Cam got, I felt like Cam got a little bit worried on that because, you know, he came up, Jim started coming out more with different shit that you just be like, damn. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I don't think anybody saw it coming. But then it was like, once it came, it was like, what can you do? It's respect on it. Like, yeah. He earned it. Earned it, yeah. He, he worked his ass off for it. And it's like, like you know, you got to give credit when it's due. So, mm. Matt's Bigavell. Hmm. I don't really, I can't really say much about that. Shout out to Matt's. I always fuck with Matt's. Um, I, about that. Like, I don't know. I wasn't really a big like Max B fan. Like I don't know. Max B, bro. I came in contact with Max on what song was that? My first time. The uh, G's up, holes down. Like when I heard that, I'm like, oh, who the fuck is this nigga? And he's pretty much a midget. Like. But then I heard that, and then I heard the Bird Gang shit, and it's just like, he kept on pumping out music, the Million Dollar Babies, the, you know, the just, the, but the Bird Gang's the journey, because you know I'm a real big Stat Bundles fan, so between him and Stats, it was like, oh, I'm good, I'm good for the summer, I'm good for the winter, these niggas is holding down Jim, Jim on fire out here, like, it was a really good look, man. Yeah, Max, I, I don't know, like... I, I don't know. I I I met Max before he came to my house and everything, but it wasn't for my purpose. It was for somebody else, and it was just like really cool dude. But I really never like everybody would make it a big deal. Like yo, how you like how you meet him and all of this, and I'm just like I don't I don't really know much. Like 
you know, but much respect to him. It's always those talented ones that you don't really get to listen enough of. Yeah, he definitely has a lot of talent in it. It's just, you know, unfortunate situations and different decisions in life put him in the position he's in now. But, you know, he'll be home soon. Um, damn, yo, Max is my guy, too, man. Them Bird Gang mixtapes, when he did the first Bird Gang, the members of Bird Gang, and then he did uh the Seven Day Theory, they did the Bird Gang Gangster Grills. Then he got locked up, then he came back home. Destroyed the members of Bird Gang too. By that time, Stack had got killed. But man, who introduced Max? Um, for what? Oh, like to Jim Jones? Yeah, like how did he come about? Like, well, he was doing stuff by himself, and then it caught Jim Jones' ear. That's the story that I that's always told. And that's how they linked up and them, you know, both being from Harlem and Max B is from Cam's building. So okay. they, they linked up pretty much, you know, him being around for real. Cause if I'm not mistaken, his name was Rambo Charlie at first. And then, you know, he got the name Max B and stuff like that. That shit. You don't look like no Rambo Charlie. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we're not gonna get into that because it's the stories. But uh, <laughs> yeah, oh man, yo, um, ASAP Mob. What do you know about them? And I like ASAP Fur. I don't. I like ASAP Rocky. I was rocking with for a while. Um, not like I mean on a level where I understood him and I I liked his work. But then um. Ferg, I see. Like I'm like I like him. Mm-hmm. I like him. He's like he's like a big deal. I don't know who else is on that on that whole level or whatever that whole group. I just know them two really. Yeah. So it's ASAP Rocky, ASAP Ferg, ASAP Nats, ASAP Twelvey, ASAP Ant. ASAP Ant is from actually out here. He actually went to Milford, the high school we went to. Kristen and I. Um, oh. Twelvey has a really good album out. Uh. He was in the same, like, I mean, you met him before? Um, no, I knew his brother, though. I know his brother, Nick, DJ Nick. Uh, we went to middle school with him. Middle school, he went to Old Court, and uh, he went to Milford, too. At one point, they was calling Nick, New York Nick. I mean, I, that's neither here nor there. But shout out to them, man. It's, it's good to see them doing stuff. I really wasn't a big ASAP Ant fan. And, you know, typically, like, I don't know how it is up there, but down here, if you have a a disagreement in opinion, you're deemed a hater. I said I didn't like his music. Niggas called me a hater. I'm not a, I'm not a hater. It's just that I don't, I just did it wasn't my music. It wasn't for me. So right. I dislike the music. He's came a long way, and I've listened to certain records that he's had in recent years, but it just wasn't for me. It's like, you can have a difference in an opinion. I'm, I know it's people that really feel like my podcast doesn't they don't like some things i talk about well i should talk about more shit like that you're gonna have a difference in an opinion but down here it's like people take that to heart like yo you hating on nigga i'm just giving you an opinion that you're gonna get anywhere else right i'm not gonna just support you just because you're from baltimore you feel me right and that's what i don't like i don't like the way people move sometimes like it's like yo just because Cam is a funny dude, and and everybody knows that Cam is still popping. Here comes Mace because he was a pastor. Like, oh fuck out of here, he shouldn't be rapping. Blah blah blah. Like, yo, when he's good, he's good. 
That's mm-hmm. just how it go. Cam was whack, and that's what it was. And we keep it moving. That don't mean we hate Cam. We don't like his music anymore or whatever. It's just, you know, you win and you lose some. He took the L. That's it. I mean, especially, like, with that. And, like, I, I made a point when I was talking to people. I was like, listen, all them funny jokes and them memes and them skits Cam doing, that's cool. But, nigga, you got to rap. That's one. Two is... But- you bringing up him being a pastor and he did this and he ran out of heart. Like, all them stories is old. Like, you, those same stories were told 10 years ago when you brought out, what was, I think that was, um, when, when Jim Jones was on the radio, like, uh, Betha, what you doing, Betha? Like, you know, all that shit. That shit is old to us. But right. see, you're going to win over these kids. These kids and people that love the internet that don't know no better, like, to they them, it's follow, like, oh, they, you feel me? Like, they following that's that's the crazy part. It's like you following the same wave that every the popularity that you expect to happen. Like, people gonna go that route. No, nah, like, if it's not good, it's not good. That's old. We already know it's old news. Yes, everybody know Kent, um, Mace was a pastor and all that. Okay, so what now? What? He's a pastor, but he got them bars right now. Mm-hmm. Whether he wants it, like, the nigga's still human. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the nigga's still human. Uh, favorite childhood record? Favorite childhood record? Mm-hmm. Dang, I want to say, this is more R&B, but... Don't matter. Um, Mary J. Blige, I like the joint that she did with um, Method Man. Oh, what's the name of that shit? All, you, all I Need. Yeah, All I... Yep. And there's another one. Didn't she do a song with... Um, I want to say, didn't she do a song with... Um, what's his name? Casey? No? Yeah. What's the name of that joint? Oh, I can't, man. Um, but it's crazy. You can't even find it nowhere unless like you're on YouTube or no, something. No, 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 no. That was on one of their albums. Is it? Yeah. It was a duet. I want to say it was on Mary J. Blige album. Probably was. I don't remember which one, but um, yeah, those were the two. I can't remember the title of it, but yes, all I, I need was my shit. I don't want to do anything else. That's the name of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I gotta download that shit. That <laughs> I know what it is. Bruh, I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, it's on uh. Mary J. Blige album. What's the 411? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna listen to that when I'm done. It ain't gonna fuck up my playlist, though. Hey, yo, your <laughs> playlist be so clutch, my nigga. Like, oh my God. I'll be listening to your playlist like, what the fuck does she listen to? Is she calling I- Apple? Like, what the fuck, bro? Like, everything. Somebody was just talking about that the other day. It was like, yo. Your playlist, though, I'm like, yo, I listen to everything. Everything. Everybody get love from me. Every artist get... I need to get paid for this shit. Everybody <laughs> Everybody go. get a love. nigga being like, a nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yo. Yeah. Um, so, like... What do you think of this this generation of rappers? Um, Coming from the era that we come from. The humble rap? <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. That's what you're talking about? Yeah, Funk Flex. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Chill, I can't stand that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, bomb. <laughs> um, I'm gonna stop putting bombs and sounds on my fucking shit too. Watch. 
Can I hear the music or not? Like, yeah. which, what are you doing, fam? Can't stand that nigga. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I, some songs I fuck with. Like, I fuck with some of the things that um, the Migos be saying, like, or they got going on. But some things I don't, I don't get. I'm be honest with you. Some things is frustrating because I gotta go back to it, and it's just like, yo, I like, I like clear rap. I like to understand what you're saying. I like to understand the concept of it. Like, give me a full, complete sentence. Give me a bar on it. But if I got to hear, like, some shit that Cam may say that would be, like, oodles and noodles and all this shit, I'm just be like, what? <laughs> like, nah, this is not real. Like, I don't get it. Um, Biz Marquee is from Harlem? Oh. Biz Marquee? I don't know. Is he? That's what it say. Um, Keith Sweat. I forgot he's from Harlem. Oh, he's not. For real? Yeah. Tell me shit I ain't even know about. That nigga could sing his ass off. Sweating. Crying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Crying ass nigga, bro. Yo. Um, I don't Aaron mm-hmm. Hall. I don't even know who that is. I'm trying to think. Who is that? You don't know who Aaron Hall is? Hold on. Let me look this nigga up. Because I don't want to Nigga, yeah. Hey, I got to who? He was in Guy with Teddy Riley. Mm, nah. <laughs> nah. Nah. Yeah, can't say that I do, buddy. Frankie Lyman is from Harlem. That Aaron who? Aaron Hall. Nah, man. Don't know who that man is. So no for me, dog. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. Don't know you, fam. What's the... um? So you you did a lot of traveling this year and just in your life in general. Um, what is one thing you can say you see is a big difference in where you travel and where you're from? Um a big difference? Oh man. I feel like I went to Cali, which was like one of my dreams to like come true, like for real. Um and the difference on that, I felt like the like they show you so much love out there. Like it's just the energy is totally different. Like you know, I know you hear all the time like niggas in New York. Like you come to New York, all of a sudden you angry. Like you got a problem. <laughs> the energy is off is so bad. The, the aura is just horrible. But yo, when I went to when I went to Cali, it was like fresh air. Like just just the vibe was just totally different. It's beautiful out there. Yeah, man. Cali is definitely something special, man. It's, I think it had a lot to do with the palm trees and the sunlight. Like, like it just, it just, I don't know. People are nice. People are really welcoming. It just was nice, man. Complex Con was lit, man. Right. And uh, you see a lot of different, like, small venues and stuff that's going on. Like, I don't really see, like, I don't know. I feel like even the small venues out there, they get a lot of love for. It. You know what I'm saying? They get mm-hmm. a lot of support. It's rare. It's rare, like, in New York to get that. You know what I'm saying? Like, they starting to do it a lot more with, like, the pop-up shops and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, if nobody didn't know you, then it was, like, you wasn't known. That's it. Yeah. And it make it a lot harder for a lot of stuff, which, like with most, like with most um, cities... They leave their city and branch out somewhere else, then come back home. Right. Most of the times, Atlanta. <laughs> That's like the go-to spot for everybody. But, exactly. Um, 
Alright, so it's Christmas time, so let's end this with what is your favorite Christmas record? My favorite Christmas, I know this is gonna sound real girly, but I'm gonna have to go with Destiny's Child. <laughs> like whatever, yo. I'm I'm a girl. It's, it is what it is. Like I just <laughs> Never get old, like that's <laughs> my shit. What what song? Like what are you talking? Just the the Christmas album. Um, what song was that? There was a song. What is it called? I'm trying to look it up right now. Um, I think it was the Twelve Days of Christmas or some uh, shit like that. Yeah, they sing they hard out on that shit. They really do though. <laughs> but that's a classic, yo. It's real. It's real. I don't know. Oh yeah, eight days of Christmas. I'm saying this shit all wrong. Oh, that was man. my shit though. <laughs> um man, I Gels, man. Thank you so much. I I really, 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 really appreciate you. Um most times I come to you first with my ideas of my podcast. Actually all the time you sit there, you listen. <laughs> you listen to all my wild ideas, my themes, my treatments. I appreciate you so much, man. You are a a real a really good friend and I appreciate everything. Everything, bro, cause Lord knows I don't know who the hell I would tell this shit to. I know I would get on Kristen last nerves trying to tell her all this shit, so I really appreciate you lending your ear, man, being a, you know, a a real driving force in recent months in my life, man. Appreciate you. Of course, no doubt. Now, you know, we just gonna sign off now. Uh this was the Harlem episode titled Christmas in Harlem. Um, thank y'all for listening. We almost done with these burrows, man. Oh my god. Y'all don't understand how stressful these joints is, but I need to get the content to y'all. I love y'all. Baltimore County Forever. Season two. Next stop. Listen to this. Five barrels of death. You don't understand. I got New York City in the palm of my hand. Then I could make a tight fist and let it crumble ridiculous. And I could slap the world with a New York nigga fist. Got Staten Island on my pinky, Queens on my thumb, dude. The Bronx on the middle finger screaming, fuck you. Rock ice in Manhattan, so they the ring finger. You know I had to keep Brooklyn on the trigger finger. Five barrels of death. Season two finale. Brooklyn.